Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellefson. If you're hearing some Allman Brothers action, you know that Congressman Tom Tiffany is joining me in the belly of the beast. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Meg. How about you? I'm good, thanks. It's uh, um, deceptively cold out there again today, but it is winter in Wisconsin. What's it like in Washington right now? You know, it's actually been like 40s. 50s so heat wave. I, mean, I, I um uh, rarely say that i like being in washington dc but in terms of weather this week i uh washington dc looks pretty good what'd you get for a low this morning um let's see when i was driving in this morning i want to you know what i think it was 12 so that's not too bad but i think the, the feels like is the number that really matters and that was i saw it Yes, yeah, I saw a couple days ago Tomahawk hit minus 28, Ooh. and uh, that brought back great memories of, so you know, you know very well I was the damn man up on the Willow Flowage, right? You were the damn man. Okay, yeah, yes, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I was the damn man up there for 29 years. One of the things I did is I took temperature readings, and I distinctly remember it was this week in February of, or this week in 1996, so it was very early February, and we had three consecutive mornings, 42 below, 43 below, 44 below. Ugh. Woo! Yeah, that was that's... wicked. By the way, the state record was set during that period of time. I think it was over in Radisson, just south of Hayward, 55 below. I'm starting to sound like your weather people now, aren't I? Oh, I know. I love it. Joining us today on the phone is Congressman and meteorologist Tom Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's supposed to get chilly here. It's supposed to drop into the well, it's it, into the negatives. Right now it's just it's just a mere minus it just feels like a mere minus 12. No big deal. It's just oh, yeah, and it's supposed to get more oppressive as the day wears on. But uh, here we are living in Wisconsin. I don't know. We do it by choice, but what can you say? So I'll be home to join you tonight. Okay. Well, good. I am glad that you are coming leaving the swamp and coming back to uh, sanity. We need you here in Wisconsin. So let's talk about there's I said to you off air and oftentimes I, I have much more enjoyable conversations off air than on. Just kidding. But we were we were chatting about that. The fact that our congressman does not sit at, in his in his office in Washington with his feet up on his desk. There's too much to do. There's too much to accomplish. And uh, you met. Yes. The House Judiciary Committee met just yesterday. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so uh, sitting on judiciary, once again this session, have the great Jim Jordan as our chairman. We've got terrific people on that panel. And um, uh, so we had our first uh, securing the border, border security hearing. And by the way, just to be real clear to our listeners, um, this is not, the first thing we're attempting to do is not fix the immigration system. It is securing the border. You secure the border, then we fix the immigration system and make sure that we're having people come into our country that we choose as Americans to have into our country that are going to bring value to America, that, um, you know, believe in American values. And so, uh, but we had a hearing yesterday on securing the border. We had um, a family, uh, a gentleman uh, testifying on behalf of one of the fentanyl families, tens of thousands of them across America whose children have died of fentanyl poisonings as a result of our border being wide open. And it was very interesting because we had two witnesses on the Republican side that we called, and there was one on the Democrat side. The Democrat witness was a uh, judge down in El Paso, Texas. 
he disputed that fentanyl is going up, um, the amount coming into the United States, as a result of having open borders since January 20th of 2021. And I turned to Sheriff Mark Daniels from Cochise County in southern Arizona, and I said, is this accurate? And man, he just he knocked it down chapter and verse, laying down how fentanyl and the amount of it coming into our country has went up exponentially since the border was opened on January 20th of 2021. I actually know Sheriff Daniels. I went down there and saw him and other people uh, in June of 2020 when the border was getting under control by the previous administration. And I asked him, how have things changed? And he laid it out chapter and verse. And among the things is fentanyl that is just coming in in a record amounts and just how much damage it's doing to his county as well as the rest of America. It was also funny, by the way, that Democrat witness, I asked him, He's been very critical of Governor Abbott for sending busloads of people to uh, cities like Philadelphia, New York, and places like that. And I asked him, I said, so um, are you familiar with President Biden sending plane loads of migrants around America in the dark of night where they arrive at an airport in Westchester, New York at 6 a.m. and they unload under the cover of darkness? He says, no, I've never heard of that. And so I said... Now that you know that, would you criticize Joe Biden as you've criticized Governor Greg Abbott? And, of course, he would not answer the question. Naturally. So let's also, you know, I was looking to see if Sheriff Mark, is Sheriff Mark Daniels the same sheriff that has written a children's book, or am I getting them mixed up? Uh, You might be thinking of Mark Lamb, Sheriff. That's uh, it. Yes. Sheriff Mark Lamb down in Pinal County. Yes, that's Uh, it. Both great sheriffs down in Arizona. Uh, but Mark Daniels, and by the way, it's a Daniels, D-A-N-N-E-L-S, if people want to look him up. And um, he's just a low-key sheriff just doing his job down in Arizona. And uh, he sees the devastation that's ha- that's coming across the border as a result of uncontrolled migration. Well, just as a little aside, Sheriff, sheriff Mark Lamb was a guest on, on the program uh, several weeks ago, and he spoke very highly of you. So there's that. So, in, in fact... Support his uh, his book. He's got a children's book that's just taught, instilling instilling uh, traditional values in kids and uh, love of uh, love of faith, family, and country. And and you gotta love him for that. America's sheriff, Mark Lamb. He's a yes. great American. Well, l- let's talk to. Ugh, I hate to say it because that that uh, debt clock just keeps running. I mean, it's it, it's faster than the second clock. But let's talk about the debt ceiling and. Uh, what Congress is doing to, well, to provide some relief to Americans. You know, there's a, there's, a, a couple, there's a couple things that we can do to change what is happening in America here in the House of Representatives. Though we have a narrow majority, we don't have the U.S. Senate, and of course we don't have the presidency. Um, there, are a couple, um, there are a couple things that we can use to try to get fiscal sanity back into America. One of them is the debt limit. The second one is when the budget has to be passed on September 30th this, of this year. That's the annual uh, uh, end of the fiscal. That's the end of the fiscal year, and that's when the budget has to be done by. Those are the two times that we have real opportunities as Republicans in the House if we stick together to try to um, gain some fiscal sanity. And you saw what happened with the Speaker vote when we. Um, achieve much greater transparency in the House of Representatives. 
by saying to Kevin McCarthy, we need these transparency provisions put in place. You know, let's have votes um, after seeing bills for 72 hours. Let's have single subject bills, just a variety of things like that that we changed for the rules of the House. And that's a really good thing for both Republicans and Democrats, but mainly it's good for the American people. Well, the same thing is kind of happening now with the debt limit, where we're coming out and saying, here's some things that really need to be done if we're going to be, uh, vote to increase this debt limit. Now, I would say to you, we shouldn't increase the debt limit, but if we can get some things that are substantial, then maybe we raise it a little bit. And those substantial things, I believe, fall in three buckets. One, getting back to fiscal responsibility and reducing some of the discretionary spending going on um, with the federal budget. We all know there's plenty of waste, fraud, and abuse. Let's, let's cut out some of those programs. And by the way, it will not touch Social Security and Medicare benefits. Anyone that tells you that Republicans are considering cutting benefits for those that paid into Social Security and Medicare, that is a lie. We are not going to do that. There are much better places for us to go after this wasteful spending that's going on in, out in Washington, D.C. The other thing that I would consider, um, me personally, I would consider a trade-off here on the debt limit is to get back to energy independence. Let's get those permits done for pipelines. Let's open up those federal lands that have been shut down for drilling. Let's get back to energy independence because that's one of the biggest ways in which we can reduce inflation in America. The third thing that I would consider trading for is border security. And so that's what I'm hoping we do as we go through this year um, in the House of Representatives, whether it's the debt limit, whether it's the budget coming up in uh, end of September of 2023. Let's get something real transformative if we're going to, if President Biden's going to insist on having the debt limit increased. So I had Speaker Robin Voss on the program a few weeks ago, and I asked him how confident he was with divided government that uh, the Republicans could accomplish some of what they're hoping to accomplish in this session. Do you have any hope that at the very least we can get some border security measures passed? Uh I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, Democrats are so intransigent on that. I don't get it, um, how they just, I, I guess they just don't believe in the sovereignty and believe in open borders for the United States of America. They simply won't go there, and I just don't get that. And some of them say, well, gosh, we need just need more money. No, we don't need more money. We need to get control of the border, and it would be very easy to do without adding any more money. So as far as uh, confidence, we have a few Republicans that are not there on that. I mean, we're going to have to convince them. It's a little bit like we're going to have a vote today to not have Ilan Omar serve on the Foreign Relations Committee, Good. one of the most vicious anti-Semites that mm -hmm. you'll find in this country, as well as in the United States Congress. She should not serve on the Foreign Relations Committee. I don't, we don't care if she serves on other committees. But she should not serve on the Foreign Relations Committee when she is closer to Iran than she is to our friends in Israel. So we have a couple Republicans that are not going to vote for that. For the life of me, I don't understand why. But um, that will be our challenge with the very narrow majority that we have. So I'm not in the prediction business in that regard. But 
Um, I know I'm going to be working with most of my colleagues to try to advance what are good pieces of legislation that are going to get us back to fiscal responsibility, energy independence, and securing the border. It's really interesting, going back to Ilhan Omar, how she she's blaming Republicans for being bigots. And she's she's the, I guess it's like the pot calling the kettle black, but she's the worst of them all. I mean, she's the number of times that she's made comments, anti-Israel, anti-Semitic comments, and the, the Democrats just seemed to, to uh, they seem to sweep it under the rug. So um, for those people that are like, okay, um, we're America, I don't care, Israel, Iran, one way or another, for those people that say that, Ilhan Omar said in regards to 9-11, something happened mm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, she won't even acknowledge that nearly 3,000 people were killed on one of the most heinous attacks on America. I mean, um, regardless of how you view it, I mean, there's 3,000 Americans that died there. Something happened? I mean, come on. And she just, she does these, she, do, she has a whole history of this stuff, in addition to having married her brother to be able to get him into this country illegally, exploiting um, or, you know, basically um, using illegal immigration to be able to get into the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, it's it's beyond me how she continues to get reelected in my home state of Minnesota. But yeah, it, it's it's disturbing to me that someone who has been uh, treated so well here in the United States, an immigrant, you and I both, I'm sure you know some those who have come to the United States that are so grateful to to live here and love this country and and don't have don't exhibit the type of hatred in their hearts that she does i i do not understand what her motivation is well part of it is her um, education in the minneapolis public school system Mm -hmm. and then going on to a major university here in the upper midwest where she did a liberal arts degree in political science you know that she was told that she was a victim and, I mean, you don't get there without having some indoctrination. And, unfortunately, I think that's part of that. I can't prove it. But when you look at her history, that's part of it. I will say this, though. There are a significant number of Somalis. Ilan Omar's background um, is she uh, came from Somalia as a refugee. There are many Somalis that came at the same time from Somalia to Um, Minneapolis and the upper Midwest, who categorically reject her view of America. So just to be real clear, not all Somalis subscribe to Ilhan Omar's view of the United States of America. Nor do, you know, nor do many immigrants. I mean, they're they're truly grateful. I mean, there's a former professional basketball player that changed his name to Freedom because he (laughs) loves America so much. And he he doesn't. He doesn't shy away from his love of this country and his, really his his disappointment and uh, disrespect for his country of origin. So, it's uh, it's it's quite sad that uh, someone who has ascended to the level in which she has would be so hateful and and so angry at this country that's given her opportunity after opportunity. After all, she's elected to Congress. Sure. She's one of 12,000 people that have ever served in the Congress of the United States of America. 
wouldn't you be grateful rather mm-hmm. than calling yourself a victim? Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it's incredibly narcissistic and it shows, um, it shows where tr- treating yourself as a victim, um, you know, and that's why all of us treat our kids. You're not victims. There's, you know, there's tough things that happen in life. Sometimes pick yourself up and, um, you know, to portray yourself as a victim when you're a con- member of Congress of the United States is just ridiculous. Suck it up, buttercup. Well, hey, thank you so much, Congressman Tom Tiffany. Safe trip back to Wisconsin, and uh, I I would suggest wearing uh, two parkas and some heavy mittens. (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. Really looking forward to being home tonight and uh, through the weekend. We're going to go back to the swamp next week and um, continue on our efforts here in the House of Representatives. Good stuff is going to happen as far as us revealing what is going on. Hey, by the way, Meg, uh, we got rid of a, a number of the COVID mandates, or we voted voted them down this oh, week good. in the House of Representatives. Good stuff. I guess the last people to realize that the shamdemic is over are those in Washington. I know you brought some common sense there, so thank you for that. Have a great day, and we'll talk again soon. Have a great weekend, Meg. Thank you. We'll be right back. Rolling right into the 8.30 news, followed by the second half of feedback. And your call, 715-845-2155.